the show for the curious connoisseur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Ryan, your guide to the greener side of life. Welcome to our Sunday snippets on the Cannabis Connoisseur podcast. Each Sunday, we bring you bite-sized insights from our past episodes, focusing on one specific topic for under 13 minutes. It's perfect for your quick coffee break or even a short drive. So let's dive into this week's snippet and unfold the wonders of cannabis together, shall we? Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez, and I am Jackless one more week. Um, Jack couldn't make it this week. No worries. Uh, Jack has been out and about doing all kinds of fun stuff. So it's cannabis and exercise and getting high from your own supply. Now, we have all heard that phrase, or a lot of us probably. I've heard it a few different places. I actually uh, do. Um, I, I follow Wim Hof. I don't know if anyone follows him. Uh, if you should look him up, he's a little crazy, but uh, he has some amazing breathing techniques that you can follow that tap into the same concept of getting high from your own supply. So we're going to be talking about that today and how cannabis and how this whole that whole concept of getting high from your own supply, which is coined a really good thing, right? actually involves your endocannabinoid system and how you should be taking advantage of your endocannabinoid system. So um, thank you for coming back, guys. Rate, subscribe, tell us what you like or don't like. Uh, If you have friends or or loved ones or family members that you think could be helped by the content of this episode or any of our episodes, um, I think we're like 150 plus now uh, for the past few years we've been doing this. Um, Please, you know, a huge catalog, let them know that we're available and uh, like I always ask, please rate and subscribe and, and tell us what you like or don't like, because we love getting this feedback and love when we hear from you guys. And it's, again, the entire reason why we do this. Um, so I saw an article recently, and I get all jazzed up on this episode or on this topic, I should say, about, I don't know, I would say um, every three times a year, possibly, not nah, maybe like four times a year or something like that, I get super jazzed up and then from there, you know, I, I want to kind of dig into this a little bit more. And it's usually right when the weather's turning and, and when things are getting really nice and uh, just, you know, makes me start thinking about this type of stuff all over again. And I think it's a good refresher. And I think it's good, you know, especially if you're listening to this for the first time or if you haven't listened to this uh, to us, or if you haven't tuned into us before, if this is kind of your first time. Welcome. Thank you. And, and you know, take a listen to this. But got some new stuff uh, coming out on cannabis and exercise and just kind of want to go over some of that here. So why does this topic even matter? Right. So like, why do we, you know, why do we care? And, and I think for so many reasons, um, I think first and foremost, this is a show on misconceptions. And so we do this. Uh, a lot of the topics that we talk about are based on the misconceptions with cannabis. And one of the things that you'll think about when you think of cannabis is that commercial where <laughs> I think it was back in like the 90s. Um, we've talked about it several times in here where the girl's on the couch and she's flattened because all she does is, is smoke pot right? And her friend is just like, she was so cool. And now she's not. And I'm sure we can find a link and just put that up there. If you guys haven't seen that, but you know, basically saying if you use cannabis, you're going to be a lazy slouch and that's where you're going to end up for the rest of the day. Right. And so why be lazy? Why not be productive? Well, this show takes an opposite approach. Obviously we do feel like cannabis can be used in a very productive manner. Um, And so that's what we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit more. And, and getting into that. So I think it's important for that reason. I think it's important because 
there's so many misconceptions with cannabis. Even today, um, I've bumped into them in the, within the past few months, right? Like people just, what? You use cannabis for work? You use cannabis for exercise? You know, and, and yeah, you absolutely can use them for these things because they can be mentally and physically stimulating and they can optimize those processes, right? And another reason I, I think it's really important when we're talking about exercise specifically, right? There's just so many parts of the human body uh, whether it's your respiratory system and your respiratory rates, your metabolism, your cognition, you know, cannabis is a master regulator. So when we're talking about how all these processes are impacted during exercise, then it's hard to talk about that without taking cannabis and the endocannabinoid system mainly into consideration, right? Because your endocannabinoid system is what regulates all of those processes. It regulates every process in your body. And just take one more step back again, if this is your first time, back in the 90s, scientists discovered the endocannabinoid system in the human body, which allowed them to realize that we have our own natural endocannabinoids that will help us get, quote unquote, high from our own supply, right? So that master regulator is 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 there, and that's in our system as well, in the endocannabinoid system. If it's not functioning, then we may have an endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome, right? And that would require supplementation of cannabis, which would mean you would utilize hemp or, or cannabis of some sort if you need to. But it was in the, you know, it was around this time, late 90s and early 2000s, when the uh, the runner's high was a topic that kind of became pretty popular and a lot of researchers were starting to see that this was this was actually a thing and so what we want to do is like just kind of take a look like where does you know we talk about cannabis before workout we've talked about cannabis after the workout but what happens during a workout like what actually happens with your endocannabinoid system during a workout when scientists were researching this when they actually were looking to answer that question they realized that during exercise during the most intense parts of the exercise, usually when it was a little bit more exhausting, whether, you know, like a run or a bike, that's when they realized the most acute spiking of the endocannabinoid anandamide, right? Because that's what the THC version is of your internal endocannabinoids. It's anandamide. So um, you have the CB1 receptors, the CB2 receptors. Anandamide, just like THC, will act on those CB1 receptors. So that is your mental and cognitive stimulating, you know, motivating part of cannabis, right? That's the part of cannabis that can help you with the motivation, the stimulation, um, the pain reduction, right? And so the CB1 receptors are being activated by anandamide, which was being a lot of times before we thought it was the uh, dopamine production, but then eventually researchers saw that it was this anandamide endocannabinoid that was being released acting on the, the CB1 receptor that was allowing for the motivation, the pain reduction, all of those things, that high, that really feel good that we have when we run. So getting high is a real thing. And if you do the Wim Hof method, that's a breath that I was talking about earlier, and you can activate that without running. You can activate that endocannabinoid release by just doing this breathing technique. And that's another link that we can add to the uh, show notes, just kind of an intro to the Wim Hof method, if anyone has interest in that. Um, it, 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 it's, it's great. It actually, I do that every day. And it just uh, it helps with anxiety and just like calming. And if you have pains, it kind of helps with that too. It's kind of crazy. I never thought it would work, but it does. So if you guys want to check out the Wim Hof method and how that releases your endocannabinoid system and anandamide, definitely we'll put some notes uh, to that. But specifically, you know, what they talked about was kind of like a recipe as well. So like, what is like a recipe 
that we want to be looking at to basically optimize our performance when we're running or biking, whatever it is we're looking to do. And they said about 20 minutes of running. So running is the best. These researchers, a lot of these researchers um, were from different areas. Wayne State, Washington State, University of Texas at Austin, uh, Calgary. In 2021, they did this research. So not too long ago on the runner's high. And they saw it was it was during this time is, is when they started seeing the the um, about 20 minutes after. Well, it takes about 20 minutes of exercise to help achieve the the anti-anxiety, the anti the anti the anal excuse me, analgesic properties, the positive mood effects that you get from cannabis. They also saw that after about 30 to 35 minutes after exercise is when you'll see a maximum effect of those uh, of that release. And, and I will tell you, uh, I love I think it's the reason why I love working out in the morning and it's not something that I've always done, but one of the reasons I love working out in the morning is because it's like a wake and bake. <laughs> it's like a natural wake and bake and nobody can be mad at you for it because it's all healthy stuff and it always is healthy, no matter we're using cannabis or not, in my opinion. And I think my opinion's right. It's, it's, it's a natural, you know, when you get up and you go for a run and you stimulate your endocannabinoid system and you release that anandamide and stimulation means activating your CB1 receptors. I mean, that is the high that we're talking about in the runner's high. So it's that easy. I, I mean, I'll tell you, like, it's definitely, and I was, when I was reading this research, um, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I don't feel that high during the run. Like I'll use cannabis before the high for that reason. But like, I find that I do find that after about, really after about 30 minutes when I'm kind of settled and I'm done uh, with the exercise and I've done my stretch, I feel like my most alive, my most awake, my most, um, just, just my body feels really good. And it is really about that, really around that 30 to 60 minutes, I would say after exercise is when that is, seems optimized all of that, all of those processes internally that are happening. So the, the research that was done, those other universities, the Wayne State, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and uh, Calgary, they, they saw the same exact thing. They took about 33 test subjects and they were seeing um, exercise-induced cannabinoid theory being in, in, uh, being supported uh, with the same variables, 20 minutes of exercise. And then afterwards, uh, they were seeing a maximum spike in those endocannabinoids.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodCon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.